Hi there. We welcome you to the Rush Hour Morning Show podcast. My name is Brian Rushing. The guy across the table's name is... Corky Franks. And check this out, Brian. I know everyone can't tune in Monday to Friday, 6 to 9 a.m. on WGNCRadio.com, 101.1 FM, or 1450 a.m. And that's why we have some great news for the listeners. That's right. You can now get our podcast on SoundCloud as well as Spotify and Apple Music. It's fantastic for you. We do the work. You get the enjoyment. So enjoy. Welcome you back to the Rush Hour Morning Show on this Tuesday morning. One half hour left, and we saved it for Chris Beatty, soccer coach of the South Point Red Raiders. They'll be taking on West Henderson this evening at 6.30 at Lineberger Stadium to see who gets the chance of going to the state championship. With that said, Coach Chris Beatty, good morning. We welcome you to the Rush Hour Morning Show. Good morning, and thank you for having me on. Well, it's 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 fantastic having you on. Coach, the last time that we, we chatted, uh, your, your club was an offensive juggernaut. They were continuing to win games at, a, at an amazing clip. Really not much has changed since then. This club continues to wow and amaze as it relates to the offensive side of the ball. Coach, at this point, um, you're going into this matchup with Wes Henderson. What's the vibe of the club going into this regional finals matchup? What's the overall perspective of the team knowing that you're this close to the finish line? Well, I think one of the biggest parts of what we've been trying to do this whole time is this mentality and practice of just uh, getting after and working hard. But what's been great is the combination of that with the um, confidence of these young ladies. We've been here now. This will be the third time. um, And every game that we've gotten into in the playoffs, they've just gotten stronger and stronger. I would have never expected us to put up the numbers that we have in the playoffs, especially the last game we played against St. Stephen's. Um, Grace Smith stepped up huge, put five in the back of the net that game, ended up winning 7-1, and nobody had put more than two goals on St. Stephen's. So um, it's just showing how hard these young ladies are working and the confidence that they have right now. You know, Coach, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that because one of the things that I, that I mentioned leading up to the match – against St. Stephen's last week, is I was able to lay out for folks pretty much how this matchup could go. I anticipated that St. Stephen's was going to really try, well, they were really going to try to pack it in, see if they could keep the thing close, if they had an opportunity to get a run out or something on a counter and they could somehow get a cheap goal, that would go a long way in helping push their narrative. You didn't give them any opportunity for any of that. You guys scored in minute number one. Coach, I even said on the show that the feeling out process, if you would somehow be able to get a goal within the first quarter hour, you guys would be off to the races. You guys were up 2-0 18 minutes into the contest. Does that really speak to the quick strike ability that your club has? Is it really truly that dominant? Well, what's funny, uh, yes, but uh, the amazing part about it is it's not just the offense. That's a run of play that you're talking about against St. Stephen's started off, honestly, because of my goalkeeper. 
Um, St. Stephen's right from the kickoff, uh, ran down, uh, had a nice, beautiful shot. And I was like, oh, no. And our keeper got her hand on it and saved that. And it was like an instant wake up for these young ladies. And then we played out of the back, went down and drove and put in the back of the net as if uh, they had been offended by something. <laughs> and so it goes to show how quickly uh, we can transition, uh, how well we move the ball uh, from wing to wing. And it's one of those where we don't just attack from one position. We don't just attack from the wingers. We attack from the outside backs. The outside backs get involved in the uh, the final third. And so it's all about, you know, movement, making sure that we work hard, make sure that we stay compact defensively, and, uh, yes, yeah, set them up so that we can put the ball in the back of the net. Head coach Chris Beatty of the South Point Red Raiders girls soccer team is on the Rush Hour morning show this morning. Coach, let me, let me ask you this, because what you just described, for your club to already have faced a shot and then converted a goal in one minute of action, that looks like something that would come more out of the indoor soccer world. How, how much of a transition was it, first of all, to be able to have somebody put a quality shot on you in the very first minute of the game that could have very well have changed the entire trajectory of the match had they converted that shot. But then not only to weather that very brief storm, but turn it into a goal. Coach, what happens in in a game to where a club really does have the formula to kind of slow things down and really muck things up a little bit? and position this their club in a way to where it really does come down to set pieces or even in the most unbelievable circumstance to penalty kicks. Mm. Yeah, that's one of the things we talk about all the time. And uh, I love my parents to death, but it's always funny when the ball gets into our final third is we just want to be patient. We want to be, uh, you know, uh, go back on our roots of how we, defends um, how we stay compact and understand that it's okay for them to be in our final third. Let's just make sure that the shot that they're going to take is going to be a low percentage shot. Um, and so I think that our defense this whole year and has had the poise and the confidence in each other um, to really work well, to make sure that we put ourselves in good positions in these games. Um, I know that like you said, kind of making sure that set pieces and PKs don't come into play, but we make sure that we uh, practice those. Uh, any scenario that comes up in a game, we want to make sure that we're prepared for. And so yesterday, you know, we got into the situations of uh, taking our free kicks and free kick plays that we have, uh, set piece plays that we have, got into taking our um, – penalties and one of the things that I make sure that I do is I put the girls in stressful situations they have to do a couple of burpees before they run up and take their penalty and uh, man it was a good practice yesterday um, absolutely wonderful all all the girls that got out there first five put them in the back of the net confidently uh, the girls were excited about it and so uh, man I, I'm just looking forward to, uh, to tonight Chris Beatty here with us on the Rush Hour Morning Show. Coach, let me ask you this. What, what is this West Henderson club capable of doing that could put a bitter ending to this season? I know that this is a club. Look, they're playing for a regional championship just like you guys are. There's no question that they've got something in them that could get them to the state championship. What is it about this club that really kind of has you having some sleepless moments heading into the matchup? 
Yeah, no, 100%. Uh, number 11, Maxon. Um, she is a very, very talented young lady. Uh, it's very good on the counterattack. That, that's the biggest thing that I see for tonight is their counterattack. We've got to be well aware of that. Um, we've got to make sure that, you know, we've got a defender on number 11. We, we kind of, we don't man mark by no means, but at the same time, we make sure we know where a certain individual is that can really hurt us. We want to make sure that we do the best part of cutting out the supply chain. We know that she can't score, she can't receive the ball. Um, so they're, uh, you know, they got speed uh, and they're very physical as well. Um, there's not too many teams that we play that we don't win the ball in the air. And this is going to be a team where they're going to go up 50-50 with us. And it's going to see who can out jump the other one and who can be more physical. So it, with that said, you, you talk about a club with some speed, with some physicality. It sounds like that one of the things that West Henderson could pose a problem is, is putting you guys in a scoring posture, getting the ball into that finishing third to where you actually get quality opportunities. If you never get there, then certainly scoring goals is going to be at a minimum. You think, you, you think this Western Henderson club does have the makeup of being a club that could win 50-50 balls and really stymie you in the midfield somewhat. Well, that's probably the biggest part that for Wes Henderson is one of their weakest parts is their midfield. Um, that's where we're going to try to dominate tonight. Okay. We're going to try to hold possession. We're going to try to make sure that we hold shape. Um, you know, you can't score if you don't have the ball. And so we're going to try to make sure that we play in their uh, half, get the ball into their final third, not rush, and make sure that we possess and look for the right opportunity. Um, and then whenever we do give up the ball, we're going to fight really hard right from the get-go to get the ball back to make sure that they can't get it to number 11. Okay. Chris Beatty here with us on the Rush Hour Morning Show. So, Coach, it, it seems to me that if, if there is a downfall of sorts to West Henderson, that being their midfield, if they can't go from backside into the front to try to give themselves some quality scoring attempts – that's got to be something that, that you've got to almost be licking your chops at because that plays right into your hands. But without getting the whole, the whole fan base frenzied unnecessarily coming into this matchup, what are some of the things that your own particular club you have to be concerned with if your club's not doing X? What are some of those things that if your club's not responding at a positive level that really might have some – harrowing moments for you throughout the course of the match? You know, um, I think one of the things that we've looked at is, hey, what if uh, West Anderson gets a goal uh, early on? What is our response? What's our mentality when we come out of that goal? Is it going to be one of, oh, no, or is it going to be one of, hey, we're good, we're fine, let's get after this? Um, it's going to be that response, you know, of shots that are being taken, of misses, uh, missed opportunities, of bad touches. How do we, you know, do we sit there and throw our hands up whenever somebody doesn't pass the ball after we've made a hard run? Um, do we get mad at an individual because they didn't step whenever they should have? We're going to have to be there for each other, and we're going to have to make sure that we, it's not just on one player's shoulder, but it's on all of us uh, from top to bottom. Coach, one of the benefits that you have of putting together a successful record is you get to play these matches at home. Um, and one of the opportunities mm -hmm. of playing at home is because of the fact that you were so good from, top, from start to finish on the season. How important is a matchup of this magnitude 
to be played on your home pitch? Oh, my goodness. Um, two years ago, uh, we had the privilege of playing Lake Norman Charter at our place, and it was packed. I mean, absolutely packed, and it was amazing to see the fans come out. And then last year, unfortunately, we were at Lake Norman Charter, and that was one of the worst experiences. They had a fan base that was rowdy, that was uh, – uh, you know, they were pointing out specific players, hollering at them, and uh, it kind of unraveled our girls just a little bit. It took them a little time to get used to that. And so having this at home and having our fan base, uh, man, I'm expecting the packed house tonight. And uh, it's going to be absolutely amazing whenever, you know, you put a goal in the back of the net, the whole crowd goes nuts. You make an absolute amazing save and the whole crowd goes nuts. I- I'm I'm absolutely looking forward to seeing uh, Belmont and the surrounding area come out and support these uh, young ladies. Chris Beatty here with us on the Rush Hour Morning Show. Coach, let me, let me ask you this, okay? Because one of the things that I, that I could imagine that you're having to contend with is managing expectations. There's no question your club's an offensive juggernaut, but these kids are human and they're high school-age kids. So sometimes there's going to be a, just a, a chippy that they just miss, and I know that that could create some consternation for the fan base. When, what, is, what is your position when you're having conversation with parents, with fans, about, hey, guys, I know that we're incredibly accomplished on the offensive end, but we're not going to convert every single opportunity. That's not a cause for panic. How do you kind of temper those expectations amongst the fan base and even just people at South Point High School? Um, it might sound a little funny, but, you know, I try to be the number one cheerleader on the sideline. Um, and I, I have been able to um, kind of be the director of a lot of this. And, uh, you know, last game, I, I, I heard some uh, oohs and ahs at the referee, and I turned around, and, and they, they responded great. Our, our fans are absolutely wonderful. And uh, so, I mean, our fans have been extremely respective of these young ladies and, and their accomplishments, but also, I think, like you said, understanding that, and it's not just that they're teenagers. It, it's it's the it's the game itself. Soccer can be an absolutely cruel sport sometimes. You can have almost seventy percent possession, um, outshoot the opposing team three to one, and somehow they found the back of the net and win the game one zero. Um, so it's just one of those things where we have to make sure that no matter what tonight, uh, our fans see that we're working hard, that we're not giving up. Uh, we need to make sure that uh, our attitude uh, shows and reflects uh, what we want, and thus we hope that that ends up occurring in the uh, fan sections. Um, and then just get after tonight, man. Tonight, I talked to my seniors. I told them, I said, no matter what, tonight's our your last night in Lineberger Stadium. Uh, let's go out there and put on a performance and a show that these uh, that this town's going to be proud of. Coach, I'm, I'm so glad that you mentioned what you just mentioned because I can actually relate a story to exactly what you're talking about. I was covering a soccer match. Coach, this is not hyperbole. This was a club that outshot their opponent 45-3, to three, hit the post six times in a game, and lost a match 1-0. I was flabbergasted when I saw that Mm. final result because it just so happened 
that the club hung around. The quality of shots weren't incredibly good, even though they did hit the post six times. But what happened was, is the club countered, got a goal in the 70th minute, and then it was a frantic rush to try to equalize, and they were just never able to equalize. So, Coach, believe me, I can fully understand and relate to what it is that you're talking about there, that sometimes the cruelty of the game of soccer is you can do everything right and the results still not come out the way that you look for it to. But I would imagine with players like Gray Smith on your side, you're going to have more than enough finishes this evening to get over the top and get to the championship game. If, if you're able to pull that off, what is going to be the first thing that you would tell your kids when you get them together, knowing that the club is going to a championship if it gets to that point? Since I've been here every year, I've challenged these young ladies to outdo the previous season. Um, and we've talked about it over and over again that to do so is going to have to take hard work. Um, it's going to take determination. When I put forth that challenge this year, I knew what we could do. Um, I just wasn't uh, sure. And the biggest thing that I want them to know is how proud I am that they you know, dug in, that they worked hard, that they came out. Uh, to the preseason um, lifts that they came out and ran when they didn't want to. You know, they they complained about the sprints whenever they had them, but they did them, and they cheered each other along in them, and that is what got us here tonight. That's what got us past the uh, West Henderson and uh, looking forward to the States. That, that's, that's, I think that's about the speech that I would be looking for. Okay. Well, Coach, here's here's what I would like to do. Regardless of the verdict of tonight's matchup, we definitely get you back on the show sometime next week perhaps to where you can kind of help chronicle what transpires in tonight's match and then maybe even kind of set up for us what would be happening uh, coming up in the state championship or even, best case scenario, you guys are hoisting the gold at the final event as new state champions of girls' soccer. I hope that you'll commit to that. that Hopefully we can make that happen for you. Absolutely. I would love to to do that. Um, you know, like you said, no matter the result, man, this has been an absolutely amazing run. Um, I do 100 fully expect uh, us to take home the W tonight. We've got the team to do it. Uh, we've got the plan to do it. And, uh, man, I'm looking forward to tonight. Well, Coach, we thank you so much for joining us this morning. Best of luck to you tonight. And hopefully we'll be talking about that championship game coming up or even a championship trophy coming back to Belmont this year. Coach, again, thank you so much thank for joining us on the Rush Hour Morning Show. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. I look forward to a, uh, another conversation soon. All right. We come back on the other side of the timeout. We'll put a bow on this Tuesday morning on the Rush Hour Morning Show. We'll be right back. We thank you for tuning in to this Rush Hour Morning Show podcast. Don't forget you can find us Monday through Friday from 6 to 9 a.m. on WGNC AM 1450, 101.1 FM. You can even stream the show on WGNCRadio.com. Until we're back with you with the next podcast, enjoy your day. We'll see you next time.